from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 3rd in the year of our Lord. 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, then absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and it is a freedom-loving fantastic we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time friday and i'm thinking about going to a different format you know we always start out and recap the previous show for the first you know five ten minutes or so we can keep doing that or it might be better just to throw out a couple of headlines from the previous show uh, for each segment quickly in the transition for example uh, yesterday we talked about u.s military contractors are being sued by military families because they're funding terrorism in afghanistan And they're providing protection payments to the Taliban. Yeah, our military contractors are doing that. And the military families who had dead soldiers are not happy about it, right? I told you we were funding terror, but we're just doing it through our contractors, say these military personnel family members with dead servicemen, right? Dead soldiers. Sad tale to tell, but there you have it. Uh, The lawsuit's underway. We'll keep an eye on that ball just for you. Also, I don't know if you know, but the 2nd of January, that was yesterday. It was officially National Baby Making Day. So, you know, that's today you want to get somebody pregnant, I guess. Um, I highlighted the idea that a lot of people are going to take that in a salacious direction. We just want to focus on, hey, the procreative power that God gave us is sacred. And uh, God has, you know, set bounds to that wonderful blessing uh, between one man and one woman, legally and lawfully married, to bring children into the world. What a blessing that is. We celebrate it within the bounds the Lord has set. Also, 65,000 college students ringing in the new year, worshiping Jesus, the one whose name is above all other names, according to Fox News. That's great news. And we also talked about a young figure skater honors veterans with a Christmas routine, finishing up with God bless the USA. You got to dig that. See, then we'll move on and maybe cover a few other headlines as we go. Uh, Richard Max with us. Welcome back, sir. Well, thanks, Sam. Great to be with you this beautiful Friday morning. All right. We got a lot to talk about this hour. I'll make Boy. it quick. You're uh, normally with us second hour. You're with us the first hour because you got another radio show coming up after this, too. Wall-to-wall media for the good sheriff. Um, but f- let me give you a couple of tidbits really quick. Let's talk about elections. Let's talk about impeachment and wrap it up all into one big who knows what. Former First Lady Michelle Obama could have a better chance of winning the 2020 election than any of the other Democratic candidates, according to Alan Lickman. uh, And he's a professional, uh, I don't know what you want to call analyst. He's a professor. And I guess he's got the keys to elections and he's been right on more elections than pretty much anybody else. And uh, so they say that, you know, uh, Michelle could get in and do incredibly well and beat Trump, beat everybody. First question, will she get in? Hold that thought. Then Belfast University's new chancellor, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Clinton will be the first woman to hold the title. So she's first in uh, that, and she wants to be the first woman to hold the president of the United States. Some say as well, will Michelle Obama jump in? Uh, 
Will Hillary Clinton jump in? Believe it or not, the University of Belfast gave her an honorary degree back in 2018. And they, believe it or not, have a Hillary Clinton Award Scholarship for Peace and Reconciliation that they give out every year uh, in conjunction with the Washington Post. Now, Sanders has raised more money than just about everybody in the Democratic. Well, I should say more money than anybody in the Democratic Party. He raised $34.5 million. He tops the Democrats in any quarter ever. Believe it or not, they say more than 1.2 million people donated to the campaign. And it's the most donations of any candidate in history at this point in a presidential campaign, according to the campaign manager. Now, believe it or not, according to the campaign, they say teacher was the most common occupation. The most common employers slash donors were Amazon, Starbucks, Walmart, the U.S. Postal Service, and Target. They say the average donation was only $18.53. So there you have it on the Democratic side. Sheriff, what do you say? Uh, Are some of these other people going to get in the race, or do we have the slate that we're going to see as the only people running? What do you say? Well, I really don't uh, believe that Michelle Obama wants to do it. Uh, I don't think she liked being first lady. I don't think she was good at it. She she has absolutely no qualifications whatsoever. Uh, but people liked her, uh, especially Democrats. Uh, but I can't see her handling any of these uh, foreign uh, affairs. Uh, By the way, that was a low blow, Sheriff. She's just going to go high when you go low, buddy. What I mean by that is you might say she has no qualifications, but she would come back and say, you know what? I've seen more about the White House than most of these other candidates ever have. Being a senator doesn't qualify you uh, to be the president anyway. Uh, Neither do some of these other, um, what, what, five of the candidates are senators, right? Well, I I would maintain being a senator would uh, be much more uh, qualification than uh, sitting around in the White House. That's if you want to run as an insider, Sheriff. I, I'm running as an outsider. I'm sorry to say that, but you you know, you know, guys want to continue to elect insiders. Uh, you know what? An outsider is the only answer. Well, I, I, I that's what Donald Trump was. Uh, Donald Trump was a complete outsider, and, and a lot of us like that because he wasn't an inside Washington, D.C. Or maybe Donald Trump is the ultimate insider. Uh, when it comes to donations, uh, he sure was. Yeah, do you think Hillary Clinton will uh, jump in the race? No, I don't think. Uh, I think she sees the, that she can't do it. She wants to do it. I mean, nobody loves power uh, and Washington, D.C. politics more than she does. But uh, I don't think she uh, will do it. I don't think she uh, will re- be received, well received. Uh, and, um, I, you know, I, I think that the. Scandal-ridden Clintons. Uh, I mean, it, it, it'll. It, she will be shocked by the things that will come out, uh, and she should already know. Look, you might uh, be right, but the husband, things that have come out have never bothered him before. I know <laughs> body counts think, and all. I think the uh, the Epstein thing uh, will go viral. It will go crazy. Uh, there's already people that are wanting investigations on him. And uh, I think it will go crazy. I I really think that's the number one thing that's keeping her from it. And I all right. Don't so think so you got now five senators that are all in the mix running. Yeah. Now the bottom line though is, hey, these uh, five of Trump's quote Senate jurors are also running for president. You got Michael Bennett, 
Cory Booker, Amy Klopacher, however you say your name, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders, all five will have to take precious time away from the campaign trail to deal with the impeachment trial. Uh, do you think that's going to have a falling out? Well, maybe that's one of the reasons why uh, Pelosi is pulling back. Uh, first, she says it, it's absolutely vital and necessary. And now she's just holding back like it's no big deal. Uh, and like she's pretending that she can control how fair the Senate is. She knows she has no control over that. It's none of her business. Uh, constitutionally, she has absolutely no control over the Senate. It's completely. Hey, since when did the Constitution ever stop anybody, sir? So, no. Hey, when did the Constitution ever stop anybody? No, very true. But Pelosi. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Pelosi uh, is really smart. Uh, she's really shrewd. Uh, you know, she she doesn't lie very well, uh, but she she is a, a, a an absolute liar. Uh, but All right, who do you think will be the candidate to go against the Donald, or will it be the Donald? He might back out at the last minute too, right? Uh, no, uh, no. He okay. Uh, so you're going to say Donald's going to be the Republican candidate? Oh yes, yeah. Who's going to be the Democratic candidate to challenge him? Well, I mean, uh, you would have to say Biden, but. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a somewhat of a dark horse that uh, came through. And for the Democrats, I think uh, it wouldn't be a surprise to see Buttigieg or Buttigieg, Buttigieg, how do you however you say it? Uh, I, I think he would be the the dark horse that would. All right, so he's raised twenty five million dollars so far in the fourth quarter alone. He he's really not too far behind either. Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, he really knows that. Do you think that two of these candidates might morph into a presidential slash vice presidential ticket? In other words, uh, let's say that Bernie says, I'll take Pete with me. Or Bernie says, you know what? Um, I'm going to jump on Elizabeth Warren's ticket. Do you see a combo president? I don't think pick? I don't think Warren and uh, Sanders will get together at all. No, no way. They're the same. They're almost the same candidate. Anybody else might one of them take Michelle Obama with them. Might one of them take uh, another candidate with them. I think that they, what about Hillary and Elizabeth? I think they would want uh, uh, Michelle, but I think Michelle's uh, love and life right now. Uh, they've got their fifteen million dollar home. She makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars per speech. Why does she want to ruin all that and go out and campaign every day, being on a bus, uh, being on a plane? No, I I think she's really enjoying where she's at, and uh, she she doesn't need it. She doesn't want it. All right, so no dark horses that aren't in the slate already. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a few dark horses that are there. Um, I know, but do you see anybody coming on that's not already in the listing, no, if you will? I don't think, no, I don't think so. All right, so who do you think it'll be in the end, then? Do you think it'll be a combo or a single person? Uh, I think I think it'll be a single person. And you think it'll be who? Biden. All right, Joe Biden against the Donald. Joe will get slaughtered, that's for sure. All right, when we come back, though, some are now saying that the impeachment is perfect for the Donald. And it might even be that Donald's involved in the engineering of the impeachment. We'll talk about it. I know it sounds crazy, but hang tight. Should the president be impeached? Partisan lines seem to take the cake these days. What about those who are willing to cross them? Are you, ladies and gentlemen?
the spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Some are saying now that the impeachment of Donald Trump is really a bipartisan idea. The Democrats love it. The Republicans love it. It's all a big old scandal to keep that volley going and to keep your eyes trained on impeachment. And the uh, the uh, issue is really interesting. Listen up to kind of make the point, folks. Um, you know, five of the senators would have to be involved in an impeachment trial. Nancy could have got the impeachment articles quickly to the House, to the Senate, I'm sorry, uh, and it could have been over. Or the trial could have already been happening. She could have been pushing, pushing, pushing. Hey, Senate, get this done. Impeach him. Get it done. But she knows she doesn't have the wherewithal and the vote and the details to impeach. Well, that's if you just take the articles of impeachment as they stand, which are only two of them, and they're very, very broad and vague, to say the least. Well, now they're saying, well, by golly, how are these senators going to handle the you know, trial plus the campaign trail? And Well, they all say they'll be there. They swear they'll be there. Don't worry. Set aside politics because we got business for the people to do, making those senators look quite good. But, you know, you got to manipulate the rules and play games in the House and the Senate and everything to get it done. Well, while that's going on, the Democrats are saying impeach, impeach, impeach literally to a man, with a couple of exceptions. The Republicans are saying there's nothing here, nothing here, nothing here, move along, move along, move along, literally to a man, with very few exceptions. But what about those of us who are willing to think outside the box? 
I've been one of them. I said from the start that I think Trump is a consummate insider. I know everybody else thinks he's an outsider. But you go look at his background, his money, his associates for his literal whole life. And he's rubbed shoulders with some of the biggest politicians ever on both sides of the aisle. More Democratic than Republican, I might add. He loves Bill and Hillary Clinton. At least he used to before he called them criminals. Uh, And so now it goes on and on and on. But the point is, the question is, are the Republicans and Democrats both just as interested in impeachment and just as happy about it, if you will? Uh, You don't believe me? Well, believe it or not, let's talk about Trump for a second. Trump campaign is now crediting the impeachment for a massive $46 million fundraising fundraising haul in the fourth quarter. Believe it or not, it was the largest total ever for Donald Trump, according to political, 46 million in a single quarter. Believe it or not, Donald Trump starts off the campaign season or year, if you will, with $103 million, dwarfing everybody. And believe it or not, that total does not even include any money raised by the Democratic or the Republican National Committee. So no money from the RNC, but he still has 103 million bucks capitalizing on the impeachment like you wouldn't believe. Now, they say follow the money oftentimes. So I follow the money and I come back and go, Interesting. So you got five of Trump's jurors tied up now, right? How convenient for the Donald. They're going to go ahead and just have political theater in the Senate while Donald is just coasting to victory, right? With his $103 million dwarfing everybody else, not even counting Republican money. Well, there are a few outsiders who are starting to blow the whistle on this, saying Donald Trump is a consummate insider. The only reason Trump is president uh, is because the Deep state, the swamp wants him to be, and uh, he wouldn't be if the swamp didn't want him to be. And there's a lot of articles out there about that. Chief among them is one written by former presidential candidate on the Constitution Party ticket, well-known pastor, and, well, Chuck Baldwin. And Chuck Baldwin has an article entitled, My Articles of Impeachment Against Donald Trump. He says as Donald Trump enters the 2020 Election cycle, he faces two articles of impeachment. One, abuse of power, and two, obstruction of Congress. Now, Judge Andrew Napolitano is quoted big time by Chuck Baldwin. High crimes and misdemeanors is a basis for impeachment. It's the constitutional remedy for presidential behavior that subverts our democratic institutions, they say. Anyway, they say all uh, Napolitano says all three Department of Justice reports agree that if the president's behavior, although uncharged, uh, amounts to high crimes and misdemeanors, then, well, he needs to be impeached. Donald Trump withheld military aid to the Ukraine until the quid pro quo. And then he encouraged people to lie about it or to not cooperate with the investigations. Napolitano says in street language, this amounts to a shakedown. Napolitano further said. The Trump's refusal to cooperate with the initial investigation that led to the proceedings of impeachment. Well, the articles of impeachment aren't even being challenged by the Donald. Right? So there you have it. So then Chuck Baldwin continues and says, but in my mind, not only should Donald Trump be impeached for the two articles in which he has been impeached, but there's many more charges. So he said, here are my articles against Donald Trump. 
And he basically has 18 more. So there's 20 total. The first two the Democrats put together, Chuck Baldwin has 18 more. I want to talk about this for the rest of the hour. Number one, you got Kirk Crosby that joined us. Welcome, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right, so let's just go around the horn here. Uh, Kurt, do you think Donald Trump should be impeached? I don't think so, Sam. Okay, what do you think, uh, Sheriff? No, no, not at all. All right, and Chuck Baldwin uh, says... Redwood, uh, our good friend and very intelligent, uh, Chuck Baldwin said, but uh, I, 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 will, I will really give you my blunt and very honest uh, opinion about that, uh, for what it's worth. Uh, I, I believe that all the things he's putting in there are pie in the sky, uh, almost trite, uh, vapid. Uh, I, I just think it's uh, – wouldn't it be wonderful if we uh, – uh, our government would uh, all of a sudden start following the Constitution? Uh, well, they, have, <clears throat> they haven't for over 100 years, and uh, well, what, it, he's talking like this. Uh, our children deserve – uh, to be safe at, at school, and you know it's just it's just a pie in the sky hyperbole, and uh, you know it's it's not going to happen. I mean, I All right, whether it's going to happen or not isn't the point, though. You're saying the points that Chuck Baldwin, no, it is, but it, but what he is saying is is what I'm talking about. All right, so let's talk about what he's it's saying. Almost borderline ridiculous because it's not going to happen. Well, whether it's going to happen or not isn't the point, though. The point is to understand constitutionally what should happen. And what the law, that's the supreme exactly law of our land is. That's exactly my point. It's, that's why it's trite and vapid. All right, so let's break it down. So he, here's the first article of impeachment that he says. One, bribing prostitutes to keep silent during his presidential campaign in 2016 is a way to tamper or influence in the outcome of the election. Uh, do you think he did that? And is that a high crime and a misdemeanor? Uh, I don't think it was to influence the election. I think that's a way off target. Uh, it was to hide his embarrassment, and uh, you, you know. But but, so, but if he if he didn't pay those off people for silence, would that have been a factor in the election, and well, would it have changed hurt, people's that, minds? That, that actually hurt him. Uh, it didn't help him, and he had to know that they could come forward and would. Uh, but no, I, I don't believe that that is. Uh, you don't believe crime. that's impeachable. I don't believe it's high crimes and misdemeanor at all. Okay, what about you, Kurt? I agree with Sheriff. And I personally agree with Sheriff on this one, too, not because I don't think it's a big deal, but because I don't think it was primarily used to influence the election. Uh, you know what? People have been paying off prostitutes and whatever you want to call it to keep silent forever, whether they're running for office or not. They do it to keep to save face, for sure, as the sheriff alluded to. But I don't think it was really to manipulate the election. I think that's kind of a stretch. There's a lot of other ways to manipulate the election, and that's not the biggest one in my mind. And if that's the case, Hillary and everybody else has done that, too. So there you go. Um, number two, dropping over 110,000 bombs and killing tens of thousands of innocent people without the approval of Congress or a declaration of war. In other words, hey, he's literally waging war with people dropping bombs on everybody around the globe uh, without permission and without appropriate legitimate funding, if you will. Now, this one, I believe, personally has teeth. What do you say? Waging war, dropping bombs on everybody, and, you know, there you go. Now, the fact that other presidents have done it before is not an excuse to say it's not impeachable, though. Is that impeachable? 
yes, it's impeachable, and no, it's meaningless, worthless, ridiculous, because of just what you said. It's been happening for over Yeah, but we're talking about the constitutionality and the impeachment of something. Just because, just because people have done it forever, that's no excuse. You're always going to get reality from me. Okay, and but reality is just because everybody else cheats on their wife, that doesn't mean the good sheriff should. But it is, but it is because it's a precedent that has been established in Washington, D.C. and in the White House. And that means it's Congress okay? It's totally supported that everybody goes along with except Ron Paul and Rand Paul, me. And right, you. but does that mean it's acceptable or okay, or is it still impeachable? It is not okay. It, it, it would be impeachable if we had anybody in Washington, D.C., because only Washington, D.C. can impeach. All right, what do you say, Kurt? Is that impeachable? It won't happen. It's not the point. It's not the question. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when you read the article that it's sourced from, you know, you got to wonder, hey, who's really in charge of those bombs? Is it the president? Well, I don't know. Who decides? It's a fair question. It's a deep state question, too, isn't it? Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. All U.S. citizens currently in Iraq are being told to leave that nation immediately by the American embassy in Baghdad after U.S. airstrikes on the Baghdad airport killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani and another top Revolutionary Guard official. The U.S. was accusing General Soleimani of approving attacks on the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad a few days ago and of plotting new strikes on American interests. Former U.S. military advisor Michael Pridgen says... We expect violence, we expect rocket attacks, but we expect them to be degraded because the two effective commanders that were doing these things are no longer there. Over 200 members of Congress have signed an amicus brief in an abortion case before the Supreme Court urging justices to reconsider or overrule the landmark decision that legalized abortion. This is USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. American CEOs apparently worried about a recession coming this year. The latest poll from the conference board finding a decrease in global gross domestic product is the main reason for the growing concern among those top execs. 
The new year bringing new rules concerning e-cigarettes and vaping. Here's more from USA Radio's Robin Walensky. The FDA says it will ban most flavors like fruity and mint, popular with underage teenagers, but will allow others to remain on the market. In a related story, U-Haul says in 21 states it will stop hiring people who use nicotine products. The company says the new policy, which takes effect February 1st, is aimed at creating one of the healthiest corporate cultures in the U.S. and Canada. A California-based company says it's developed a marijuana breath analyzer and it expects to hit the market by the middle of this year. And you're listening to USA Radio News. All right, even Tulsi Gabbard says impeachment greatly increased Trump's 2020 chances. So there you have it. Chuck Baldwin says Donald Trump should be impeached not only for the two reasons the Democrats claim, but for 18 more. He titles it an article, My Articles of Impeachment Against Donald Trump. So the good sheriff and Kurt want you to believe that just because presidents for decades have bombed the heck out of everybody, it's impeachable, but hyperbole to discuss. All right, next one, ladies and gentlemen. Now, by the way, I think the second one that Chuck points out is certainly impeachable, and we need to focus on it. And it's one of the greatest reasons that we should impeach President Trump. I think he should be impeached. And the number three that I think Chuck Baldwin uh, has relates as well. Using the bully pulpit of the presidency to call for red flag gun confiscation, which is emboldened gun grabbers across the country to enact gun control laws. They're Orwellian, to say the least. <laughs> is that a reason for impeachment, Sheriff? Uh no, I don't, uh, and I, I mean that literally. Okay, so you swear uh, an oath to the Constitution, but you can call for red, red flag laws across the nation? Red flag laws are totally unconstitutional, and if he were to come out and actually sign it into law, he might be, but then you'd also have to impeach every congressman that uh, brings it before his death. Well, congressmen aren't impeachable, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Well, yeah. okay. Congressmen and senators uh, aren't impeachable. I have the impeachment that you say, but there would there would also there is. Your, your point's well taken that they would have violated their oaths of office as well. I concur with that, but I'm saying that they're not really impeachable. Uh, what you right. do with a okay. congressman or set a, a senator is you expel them, uh, and then the people cannot elect them again if they want to or whatever well, else. Well, you can recall them, and there's other ways to get rid of them. But yeah. depending on the state, there's different state laws. But right, so, right. what do you think, Kurt? Do you think that's impeachable? Hmm. Well, it's certainly not a good thing, um, but I don't think that there's any chance that... Um, the chance doesn't that, matter. But we're talking no, about impeachable offenses. Let me finish there. I didn't quite finish. Him saying that he supports an unconstitutional law is not impeachable. Him enforcing one or put, signing one into law is. Okay, that's a fair breakdown. I understand. What do you say, Kurt? Did you want to finish? Yeah, I, do, I don't think that he's... Um, gone that far with it uh i didn't like that he mentioned it um but i don't see him uh you know causing it or doing it you know all right so, so number four enacting additional gun control laws such as a national bump stock ban via executive order and then speaking out boldly and saying hey take the guns first due process second does that add any weight to the point or no uh, you talking to me? Both of you, yeah. Kurt, or uh, Sheriff first. Well, um, 
a bump stock is an, is not a gun. It's not a firearm. Uh, it's an accessory. I've never seen one in my life. I don't care for them. I don't care about them. Uh, but the, the technicality is, is it a firearm? Is he violating the Second Amendment by standing against or trying to make illegal a, an accessory? I do not believe that is impeachable. All right. What about the idea of saying, hey, you know what? Take the guns first, due process second. Well, it's not a gun. Wait a minute. Take the guns first, due process second is what President Well, that saying. is, yes, but it's not. But a, a bump stock is not a gun. I know. We already talked about bump stocks. Now we're talking about he said, take the guns first, due process second. That's the president ordering that, or, you know, stating that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, it, Impeachable? If he, that, again, would fall into the other one. He can talk about it all he wants. Until he tries to enforce it or implement it, then he is impeachable. All right. How about using the U.S. Justice Department to create a pre-crime agency, a pre-crime law enforcement agency, with the authority to arrest and confiscate firearms, right, of innocent American citizens, uh, whether they might commit a crime in the future. This is done to the veterans is the point. Uh, How about that? Is that skirting the law or is that okay? Uh, That's impeachable. What do you say, Kurt? Well, at least I will just say that, um, you know, there's so many things that whether it's this, like if you go back to that last executive order, I think all executive orders are not supposed to be done. As, I mean, at least I could never find them in the Constitution. And yet, hey, we've had thousands of them uh, as far oh, as you're right. Um, and, uh, you know, so if I'm for cleaning up the whole thing, but. You know, I I don't know if you'd have anybody left in Washington D.C. Well, you can only you can't. There's only a few people you can impeach, so we'd have plenty of swamp critters in D.C. for sure. But I would say that well, one's you impeachable. You could get rid of every judge, as far as I can tell. Oh, your point's uh, well taken. You know, because and many are suggesting we should do exactly know, that, Kurt. Impeachment was especially mentioned for judges, and yet yes. I I'd like to hear about when the last one was impeached. Well, you can study up on that, but that doesn't take away from whether uh, issues are impeachable or not for the president. Now, if you want to say the judges should be impeached too, hey, uh, these advocates for impeachment would say that's true. All right, number six, passing an executive order that prohibits First Amendment freedom of speech on college campuses, elevating Zionistic Judaism above Christianity, to the point where it's a de facto state religious status, if you will, making it very difficult for Christians. Makes every Christian and non-Jew a second-class citizen, if you will. What do you say to that one, Sheriff? Yeah, that one's kind of convoluted, and uh, I believe that uh, it would come out very strongly that uh, no one's done more with Israel and Jews than any other president. I don't think he's impeachable for that. All right, settling Israel's illegal and immoral apartheid settlement atrocities in the West Bank, uh, basically relating to war crimes. What do you say to that one? Kurt? Well, I'm not at all familiar with that, so I don't even know. All right, what do you say, Sheriff? Uh, No, I don't think so. I don't think we've had a hand in in really uh, doing the devious part on that. Uh, I don't uh, don't believe that he has. involved our military directly into that supporting that uh you know it, he can't help what our allies do 
and he'll stay with the Allies until there's something really bad. So, no, I don't believe that's impeachable. All right, and I, I would agree. I think that the point that he's making is a good one, uh, but if, it, it, the problem is it becomes too vague. It becomes too hard to pin the tail on the donkey yeah, exactly. uh, for many of those. And so I, I think they're um, impeachable concerns. I don't know that they're impeachable offenses, if that makes sense. Right. I think that you've drawn a pretty good line between when you violate in the law versus when you supporting what's already been done. You know, how do you extract yourself from some of those things, etc. All right. How about pardoning war criminals, which makes Donald Trump complicit in their war crimes? What do you say to that one? No, See, I think baloney. I think that's impeachable. No, it is not. OK, is what do you say? Kurt? Not. He pardons well, somebody. He can pardon whoever he wants. He doesn't have to give any reason. Uh, it, whether they're really truly guilty of a crime or not is n- n- immaterial, completely immaterial. Okay, can what do you say, Kurt? Whoever he wants that does not make him complicit to what those people did. No way. Okay, Kurt. I agree with the sheriff. This is, um, you know, at least in the Constitution, the way I understand it, the president has that um, pretty much um, over ruling right to do that uh, to pardon whoever and uh, I think it's a good uh, part of you know at least uh, something that should be done yeah uh, so if Hitler, if Hitler was running around today and the president pardoned Hitler it'd be cool no problem <laughs> well that's kind of what I, I say, say that I said well, you that, said he could pardon uh, anybody anytime anywhere and there's well, no and that's right there. Um, and and I good. do know this that's what? what the Constitution says, and uh, and uh, when I look at, hey, do I know, you know, the whole story behind each pardon? Mm-mm, no, I don't. No, of course you don't. What you're not, I may not you're not agree with some of them. In fact, a lot I have. Well, not and, and your job isn't to figure out president. behind the scenes. Your job is to decide: does it constitute a high crime and a misdemeanor? No, if the president would uh, impeach, or I'm sorry, pardon war criminals. It might be stupid, but it's not. Imp- it's not a high crime and a misdemeanor to pardon war criminals. Okay. No. I per- I personally would say that it is, depending on the situation, and I agree behind the scenes would be tell the tale, uh, for example, um, about who and what, and et cetera. Is Violet- that what's been done it, without, um, if you don't prosecute Obama and Hillary and uh, Bill? Yeah. Uh, yes. He didn't give them a pardon, but they are not prosecuted. Well, right? I don't think the so president has prosecutory authority, does he? I, well, yeah, but he's in charge of the executive yeah, he branch, does. which is so the president to can prosecute, investigate him, and he can, t- well, he can uh, bring about the investigation and uh, put the prosecution in process. So, is it impeachable if he doesn't? If he claims that no. Hillary, hold on, if he claims that Hillary and Barack are the founders of ISIS, flat-out war criminals, uh, does he have an obligation to prosecute? He, he has an obligation. A moral obligation to do it, but uh, impeachable offense obligation? I don't believe so. All right. Now, number nine talks about the emoluments clause of the U.S. Constitution. He says he's violated that. I don't know enough about this clause to determine if he's violated it or not. Do you, Kurt? That's emoluments basically means that uh, it's, you know, he, he's making bucks because he's the president. Yes, I understand. What I mean is, to me, that's I kind of vague. I think that that's bogus. I, I think it's a very uh, vague know, he, one and hard to pin the tail up, on the donkey. Hold he on. He gives his You're next. money to her back. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press 
has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. Then you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to DefendAPatriot.com, DefendAPatriot.com. All right, summer number nine of Chuck Baldwin's reasons to impeach the president is over the emoluments clause of the Constitution. Kurt says that has to do with, hey, Donald Trump making money on the presidency, if you will. And Kurt, you were saying before the pause? Well, and you know, I, I could say you could just offer um, up all the facts in the president's um, behalf there where he basically returns all his salary and then he's offered to give the uh, you know, have events at his places. Now, there's still going to, you know, uh, be others that would say, um, hey, you know, he's making money because of that and uh, all that stuff. But I, I'm just telling you, you know, when have we seen a president that at least doesn't take his salary? Yeah, good point. Uh, Sheriff, you want to comment on this one? Uh, having to do, just as Kurt said, with uh, his position as president, receiving money from that. Uh, he doesn't take any of the $400,000 a year. Um, so uh, t for him to say that, yeah, I'll stop all my businesses in the world that I've already been doing my, my whole life, and I will not take any money from them, uh, I don't believe he has to do that, and I don't believe he should. You know? Yeah, I agree with both of you on this one. I think this is probably one of the weakest ones put forward because, number one, very impossible to prove. Uh, number two, how do you deal with your business dealings? If you're going to step aside for, say, four years, maybe eight uh, of your life, I don't know how you can just jettison all your businesses. Uh, for example, you got the Trump Hotel just right down the road in D.C. Um, I don't know how you you know, divorce yourself from all that. I don't think it's a fair expectation. George Washington, for example, I mean, he had all kind of businesses and things too. I, I'm just saying anybody with any business ties would be prohibited from running for the presidency uh, or it would be impossible. So I don't think that one sticks at all personally. That's just my opinion as well. Number 10, continuing and expanding America's unconstitutional foreign wars. 
I believe that one is impeachable. What do you say, Sheriff? It's impeachable, uh, but I, I have to say it again. It's just pie in the sky. I get it, and, but it's not and, the point. Well, but, but but it is. Uh, no, but it's it not. Well, You're discussing impeachable offenses, and pie in the sky has nothing to do with whether something's impeachable or not. Well, yeah, I mean, technically it is. We, you and I have already said this on the show, and I would have liked to have seen Chuck Baldwin use his time and influence on innocence in prison or something else that's really... Oh, I understand. But, wor- but really worthwhile. I understand, but that's your opinion. You just feel like, hey, to discuss impeachment's a waste of time and stick with the Republicans. I get it, because you're a hardcore Republican. But, Kurt, what do you say? Is that one impeachable? <laughs> you know, uh, I will simply say this. Uh, when I compare what he has done um, to all the other presidents in my lifetime, as far as I can tell, we've had less warmongering uh, we've had um, more troops coming home. Uh, there's been certainly opportunities, you know. Uh, I mean, before he was elected, you got all the Democrats saying, hey, man, you know, this is a crazy guy. He's going to let off missiles and do all this stuff. You know, he's uh, spent time with the, uh, you know, Kim Jong-un or Il or whatever his name is. And, you know, and all these different ones, uh, I think he's about as good as we've ever had. Now, I'm not telling you he's the best because I'd sure like to have Jesus running the show, but uh, I haven't seen that opportunity yet. Yeah, but a discussion in comparisons doesn't answer if it's an impeachable offense or not, Kurt. I appreciate the comparisons, and I agree with your point. You know, before, if we're talking about impeachable offenses and we're going to go with the Constitution, I, I don't think there's hardly anybody in Washington still standing. I understand. However, most people in Washington can't be impeached, but that's a different discussion. I would say that's hardcore impeachable. That's one of the biggest reasons that I think the president should be impeached. And to everybody's point, if you say, well, other presidents have been worse, well, amen, they should have been impeached, too. If we would have been impeaching. I agree with his article. I totally agree with his article. I think that is a good point. If we would have been discussing former presidents and we would have impeached them for this kind of behavior, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in today. Exactly. And that's basically his whole point is to highlight, guys, look, are we going to gauge this on comparisons of what the bad guys have done and compare him to the worst of them? Well, hey, compared to Hitler and Stalin, Donald's great. Okay, but we're talking about impeachable offenses here. And if we would hold the line rather than justify ourselves, we might not be in the position we're in today. And again, remember, we teach to the ideal we live in the real. So uh, Sheriff Mack's point about I'm a realist and I'll give you a reality. I, I agree with Richard Mack completely. None of these things are going to happen. Period. End of paragraph. Done. Waste of time. But to educate about what is impeachable and what's not, I think, is valid and important to learn and understand. And if Americans don't understand what's impeachable and what's not, and by the way, that's not determined by Sam Bushman. uh, That is determined by the Constitution. It's up to us to debate it and uh, articulate it and understand it and learn so that we can tell when something's impeachable and when it's not. That's the purpose of this exercise. Uh, The ideal is that, hey, presidents wouldn't do these things, right? The real is that none of this is going to matter. Because Donald's not getting in, um, going to be removed from office anyway. He's already been impeached. So uh, there you go. All right. 11, signing legislation that continues to and expands the federal government spying on the American people. See, I think that's completely impeachable as well. What do you say, Kurt? You first this time. Well, um, once again, I'll just simply say, hey, man, uh, I think it's a whole lot smarter to uh, go at and kind of uh, defend the president and help him in the things that he's done right. Uh, when we do stuff like this, at least in my opinion, it it makes it 
where we're even less in the game than we were before. And uh, I don't like, um, you know, any of this, you know, kind of stuff. But I certainly, when you compare them to the uh, others, uh, I just look at it and say, hey, you know, um, he's defended the babies and done the, you know, a whole lot less regulation and all these other things. So that's why I come off as a quote, um, you know, uh, you didn't call me a re- hardcore Republican, but, um, you know, as a supporter of the president. Yeah, you didn't back around either, but there you go. All right. Um, so right. all I'm saying, though, is to me, it's instructional to understand what offenses are impeachable and what offenses are not. And I appreciate the, the good Donald Trump has done uh, about a lot of this stuff. And I've highlighted it probably as much or more than any other host that did not vote for Trump. I probably have backed Trump more than anybody. I didn't vote for him, and I won't vote for him, but I have given him the credit for doing good, too. Let's be very clear about that. But I say when you sign legislation that literally spies on the American people like George Bush started, uh, where you spy on everybody and then you lie about it and get caught lying, and then Congress gives you carte blanche ability to do that, I say that's an impeachable offense. Sheriff, do you want to respond to that one? Yeah, it is. Technically, it is. Okay, and, I, and I appreciate Kurt's point that he's done a lot of good, and let's focus on the good. I understand that, but we also need to understand when our offense is impeachable. I think we should have impeached President Bush over that one, and then yeah. probably Trump wouldn't be doing that. But to you guys' point, hey, it's been that way forever. Yeah, that's because we haven't impeached people over these things. That's why we're in the mess we're in. That's why we say, well, the next president then can spy on us, too, because, hey, the former presidents have, and we're not going to impeach anybody over it. Let's just look at the good they do. Well, I agree that the good they do is important, but I also agree that we need to understand and be engaged. Next one, enacting. When else? When else did I ever say about another president? Uh, let's look, just look at the good we do. They do. Uh, I. I mean, like with Bill Clinton, it was uh, so odd. It was like finding a good biscuit in a garbage can, um, you know. And this is not that way with the president now. Um, in your view, and I'm not telling you. In Chuck's yeah, view, it's different. Right. Chuck thinks he needs to be impeached. Mm-hmm. See, I'm kind of in the middle of both of you. Sheriff Max over there voting for Romney right now. So there you go. All right, number 12, because this isn't a battle between Sam and Kurt, by the way. This is just a, I'm bringing up an interesting article from a very well-known, well-thought-out constitutional patriot, one who has ran for the presidency himself on the Constitution Party, a man who I voted for, uh, and a man who I have tremendous respect for. I don't agree with him on every point that he's making here, by the way, but I do think he brings up a good point to bring us back to solid ground and teach the ideal about what is impeachable and what's not. And what if we would have held the line on impeachment early on? For example, when George Bush violated our privacy, spied on us all. We should have kicked him right out over that, folks. Then Donald wouldn't be in a position where he's almost forced to go along with that, right? In other words, we've set a very bad precedent for Donald. And that's a lot of the reason, to you, to you guys' point, that he's in the mess that he's in. All right? Number 12, enacting a declaration of emergency to circumvent Congress and authorize spending that they haven't authorized a.k.a. the border wall, etc. He's even uh, redirected military money there after they allocated it for other purposes via bills that he signed, etc. What do you say to that one, Sheriff? No, not impeachable. And see, I say that's no also. And the reason I say that is he has a lot of latitude on how that spending is dealt with, especially as commander-in-chief. I'd say that's a very hard one to push. What do you think, Kurt? I agree with you guys. All right, 13, seating the autonomy and independence of the United States to international governments via USMCA. 
And I think this is one of the greatest impeachable ones of all. USMCA is going to be worse than NAFTA and GATT. It's going to be a disaster. And it flat out is a sovereignty breaching move, big time in my personal opinion. What do you say to that one, Kurt? Is that impeachable? You know, the thing that I want to know is how do we, with 5,000 pages in the original NAFTA bill, and this one, I, you know, I don't know how many pages it is, uh, how do you know it's worse? Um, you know, uh, I mean, at least to me, it's, it's whenever we get these thousands of deals and, you know, millions of lines of paper and stuff and all the attorneys, how do you know which one's worse? Um you know, to me, they're all a problem, but are they impeachable? I, I mean, you got the whole, um, basically the whole bunch of Washington boys uh, all together on this, I think, pretty much. And, uh, you know, at least in the president's, um, you could say, in his behalf, he knows what deals they are done in business and he's seen that and you know he's been right i think about bringing up the bad deals we've been in and he says this one's better and so i haven't read all the things i just trust that in some ways it's better all right so kurt's saying he thinks that the uh, usmca is better than nafta I, I disagree with that. I do believe that it's worse. I believe it's handing over our sovereignty. Since the president hasn't signed it yet, I'm going to go with Sheriff Richard Mack's view. Hey, you know what? Talking about it and proposing something is not impeachable. Once he signs it, it probably is. That would be my take. What do you say, Sheriff? Well, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but uh, I will say that uh, does a trade agreement with Canada and Mexico uh, give away our sovereignty? And uh, I agree with Kurt. I haven't read the whole thing either. I know that NAFTA was horrible, and uh, he tried to redo it. It seemed like it was just going to be uh, a fair and open trade system between uh, the the American country, American hemisphere, or American continent uh, countries. And uh, so, I at that point, I would say if that's what it was, a trade agreement, uh, then no, it's not impeachable. Okay, and I would say handing over our sovereignty is impeachable, regardless if you cloak it as a trade agreement or not. Even if Congress goes for it, handing over our sovereignty is dangerous. Otherwise, we could have a global government, and we could never impeach our president over it. That would be very dangerous. The last one I think you have time for, Sheriff, because you have to drop off after this hour. I want you to respond first. Using billions of taxpayer dollars to fund abortion providers. Is that impeachable? Absolutely impeachable, absolutely abhorrent, and every one of the crooks in Washington, D.C. should pay for that. Kurt? Well, even if we don't make them pay, we're all going to pay for that. Um, killing of babies, um, the God of heaven said, thou shalt not kill. Is it impeachable, Kurt? From the God of heaven, it is. Okay, so I'm assuming Kurt's saying no on the earth. I would say it that's impeachable. It here. It, it won't happen. It has nothing to do with whether it's an impeachable offense or not. See, the whole goal of this hour is educational about what's impeachable and what's not for the American people to learn what's impeachable and what's not. And we should learn and we should uh, literally use the checks and balances that our founders gave us. And if there's impeachable offenses, presidents should be impeached. And if there's not, they shouldn't. Now, I agree it's not going to happen. That's for sure. <laughs> 